what's up, y'all? This is AJ. This is Bryce. And we are Filter, Filter No, no Filter, Filter Brothers. Brothers. And tonight, we are on location in L- Los Alan, Angeles. You, you, no, too, too much to drink. Too much to drink already. Exactly. <laughs> We're in Las Vegas. Vegas. And we are with a bunch of gentlemen called the Mature Black Men Travel Group. Is it a travel group? Is it? Part of the sex group. Uh, is uh, it? No, no, it is not that. Not yet? No. No. Oh. That's after hours. After hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who no, said no? actually, seriously, it's not. It's just, it's, seriously, it's not. Just, you know, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a mature black man travel group. You can look them up on Facebook. If you are interested in traveling, um, look us up and, you know, you might be able to join and, and come on one of our trips with us. Right. The next trip, I think it's a cruise. And it's in December, I believe, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly where the cruise is going, but, you know. And, you know, some black people don't like to get on boats. No. And I don't understand why so, they don't want to get on boats. Especially since like, COVID. Like they actually was on the boat when I answered. They still hold that. It's like, no. That's petty. That's petty. Very petty. So, what's our topic? So, tonight, we want to know why are mature black men single? Wow. We did this, like, in our first season. Yeah, we did. We did something so similar to this. Yeah, and we have a panel of mature twelve black or fifteen black eligible men that are um, nice looking. Eligible bachelors. Nice looking black men. Tall. Now, now that's questionable why we are single. So we're gonna dive into it. Yes. And and just for our, our listeners, um, they're all scattered up through this big old suite that we have. So we have our microphones strategically placed. So you may hear a little bit more background than normal and you'll hear them kind of just shouting out responses so and we have some that are more boisterous than others some yep and then we'll try to get our other ones who are kind of quiet to talk up so and so we we took a poll of some of the gentlemen who are here and we looked at or let's mention the top three go ahead and one was that Mature black men are very picky. <sighs> picky. Picky. I don't, I don't even know what picky means. So what what defines picky? Um, some Someone in the audience who picked very picky, what does that mean to you? What? Anybody. Uh, anybody who picked picky. What does that mean? It means that they like a specific type of person, whether they're tall, short, thin, Heavy set, so you know naturally as human beings we like stuff naturally specifically. Okay. That, that. You know I think the difference between being picky and having a preference is one is unrealistic and one is very realistic. It's realistic to say I would like a tall man. A lot of men are tall. Okay. But it's unrealistic to say I want a tall man who also has a PhD. And all, and he, and he's, and he owns his own business. Well, that's less than one percent of the uh, American population. Okay, it's unrealistic. Well, well, so you can be picky, and you can have a preference, and preferences can sound like okay. They can, picky. Sound, they can be okay, but being picky can sound like a preference if you're if you're not aware that it's just not really obtainable, right? Right. Well, I think it, it, if you spread it out. You could go from being a preference, but then if you narrow it all the way down, then it's like you're being more picky in the preference. And I think that's where you were going with it. Like, you know, I want someone who's like 160 to 163. I'm not going to go outside of it. 
that's being real picky. But you know what? This so, poll, what people people self-identified as being picky, and that was one of the top ones. And so... What was number two? Number two was the people that you're trying to date are not consistent. And I, I, when I looked at that, I thought that was very interesting because most people who say people are not consistent are the one themselves who are not consistent. That's true. That is true. Well, what but does consistent mean? Regular. Behavior regular. And so when you start thinking about um, social emotional issues, COVID, loss of jobs, no jobs, a lot of people are in therapy to fix something that they think is broke or that other people have identified as being broke. And so how do you present yourself in a relationship? So if you're not consistent, how can you be in a relationship with somebody because they don't know what you're getting? Well, some, some of them want to be consistent. And, and, you know, you may have someone who may True. have a job where they can't text all throughout the day. And then if you don't, they're getting mad because of something simple like that. It's like my job doesn't allow me to sit there and be on my phone. And they were, well, that's not consistent. It's like, no, my job is consistent. So, But, but in, in this aspect, the person, there's, I think these people are saying that the other person is not consistent. They... The people who answered are consistent, and they want consistency. So let's when you say, you that. so when you say, let's meet at eight o'clock on Friday night, then you're expecting that to happen. And when it doesn't happen because of something, you don't know where they are, you can't communicate, then that's a problem with consistency. Okay, so who in the audience would like to raise their hand and say they picked that, and would like to comment? Consistency. Consistency is the number one. That that's an issue of why, issue, why some people are single. No one in this group because we have people outside of this room. Who we do did the survey, so we do. No we one. Said, we sent this here. to ninety African American males, people of color. Okay, whatever. And so, question one: the very picky. Let me go back to that. The very picky. There's only seven percent of the population that is same gender loving. So our pool of people to date is already slim. Now, when you add picky to it, that cannot a whole bunch of people out of the dating pool, which it's already difficult. Well, I don't know about that because I think people seem to break because we are mature men and I think we tend to forget that we are mature men. What that mean? What well, we, still, we, we sometimes seem to think we're still in that teenage and early 20 age and we're still looking for that same look when we ourselves don't have that same look. What you mean? Wait a minute. We know that, that those days are gone. Right. Some we, people we don't know that those days are gone. They think they still immature. have it. Right. Well, and some so, of us are in, in the train of both. Mm-hmm. You know. And so if you're asking for a six-pack but you don't have one, Right. Well, you do. You just have it in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Okay. Facts. But the interesting Free. thing is that some people like kegs, yeah. and so There's when you're being your preferences, remember <laughs> preferences. But you know, if if you are out there and you are being picky, we already identify what the difference is between picky and preference. Then you're knocking a whole bunch of people out because one of the things. That you hear brothers ask for, oh, he has to have a job, he has to have a car, mm-hmm. he has to have a house, well, a place to live, he can't smoke by themselves, yeah, he, he can't smoke, so, drugs, that's, that's, you know, is another one. So, how many people do you knock out by saying those things? And do we consider marijuana drugs now? No. 
think that goes back to the unrealistic thing. You think that's unrealistic for the, to ask for that? The seat of most of the problems in, in our same gender loving dating world, particularly amongst African Americans, is we're unrealistic. It's unrealistic for me to expect to find a black man who doesn't smoke weed. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's unrealistic. That's not to say that everybody well, smokes weed, but it's unrealistic. Does, but right. You're saying there, it's a large percentage of black men. It's who, so common. Right. right? Generally. Right. That's why I asked the question is it really considered in our culture? Right. So to say, I don't want a black man who does not smoke weed. Well, number one, why? Why does that even matter? That's the job. Well, well, there you may not like smoke. Right. Like, for instance, if you don't like smoke, tell them to go outside. Okay. So you're saying. So I mean, this is something you. Something you can solve in five seconds. So you're saying negotiate those okay. picky items. And anytime you're with anyone, you have to negotiate anyway. But we're not never going to get everything that you want. But when no, you're mature, you, you, you know what you want and what you don't want. Mm -hmm. You don't want it. You don't have to Set negotiate it. It ain't selling. Yeah. So would someone smoking have a job when they smoke weed, then that's a problem. Yeah. So when with someone smoking weed and they're a suitable person for you to date, is that enough for you to say no? I don't want to date that person. Okay. Because I'm concerned with the things that really matter. Like. Like for instance, are you gainfully employed? Now, if you're gainfully employed and you happen to smoke marijuana, what difference does that make to me? What if they're not gainfully employed? Then that's a problem. Yeah. Um, the COVID happened, and you know. Well, you know what? COVID happened, to this, but McDonald's and Walmart and everybody else is still open. And they, they so you can go get eight. You go, so you get your drug test done. Mm -hmm. So you stop smoking for a while to get hired. You Thirty get days. Hired, go back to smoking. Right. In other words, are you a responsible adult? Mm -hmm. That's what that, I'm that makes for. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Now, where are your priorities? Now I know we're gonna move to the third one, which was they cheat. Cheaters. Men are so, cheaters. And, and truthfully, most men do cheat. Wait, I have a theory. When there, when it's an opportunity. Yes. So I, I think that eighty percent of same gender loving men will cheat if they could get away, with, they it. Get away with it. So but that's eight out of ten would cheat if they can get away with but it. But statistically, that's that's not just same gender. That's just across the board. Yeah, period. Okay. So, can we define what cheating is first? Having sex with someone without your partner knowing. So if you kiss the man and didn't, but didn't have cheating. sex, is that cheating? Yes. A kiss is not necessarily cheating. I think it is. Yeah. But, but there's two different things, because you can have a sexual encounter, or you can have a total emotional encounter. With That's cheating. And emotional encounter actually is worse than actual sex. Yeah, yes. it is. I, I think cheating is anything you do that you know you can't do in front of the party. There you go. Anything you do there that you, you cannot do in front of your partner. Wow, well, we need to hit the bell on that one, but let me see. Yeah. Okay. You can't hear that because we just can't use kudos. So I think I think most men, period, do things that the partner doesn't like, whether it be a man same sex or opposite sex couple, they know damn well that they couldn't do that in front of their better half. Okay. By show of hands, how many people agree with that statement? What's the statement again? Okay. What's the statement? The statement is you're talking about most yes, your, yes, your statement about what cheating is and how people work. What cheating oh. is is anything you cannot do in front of your partner. That's the definition of cheating. And we agree with that by a show of hands? We have some hands down. So that's okay. That's and good. then the other statement was most men 
will do things that they cannot do in front of their partner if they can get away with it. Yes. Now, I agree with that. Let's play with that little thing forever. So you will do some things with someone else that you wouldn't necessarily do with your partner. Why? Because that's what you truly desire anyway. But you so, put on a mask in front of the partner. Wait, is that the 80-20 rule? Is that that? Where you can get 80% from your partner, but then it's 20% that you need to get from someone else? I don't know if it's a need or just simply a selfish desire. So you don't need to kiss another for the rest of your life. You but what if your partner can't kiss? Well, so you want to kiss somebody else? Kiss, but do you need you you weren't kissing before? Mm. So, Not so necessarily. You can live without it, right? But because we have a selfish desire to satisfy ego, and so this guy, I went to this party, or I went on vacation, or I went to the mall, or this person at work, and they found me so irresistible and attractive, they had to kiss me but I'm already engaged or I'm already with someone else, mm-hmm. but I had to satisfy that desire because I need to know I still got it. Mm. I need to know I'm Oh man, you're, you're talking about a lot of different things on that one. It's the part where we're predators by nature. Yeah, that is true. And it's the part of, can I get caught? So it's a thrill. It's a thrill. So that it's cheating part is not just, it's not just what you would do absent your partner, but it's also, can you do it? Exactly. That's the motivation. Right. And so, I mean, can we expand on that? I think. Which piece? uh, The part where uh, mature black men find it thrilling to uh, be um, unfaithful or find it fun to be, you know, sneak around or, you know, find joy in that. I think the joy is found in in being desired. Yes, because we all want to be desired. Yeah. We always want to be desired. Want Absolutely. To. So, you don't care about that? Why you wear jewelry? Because you don't want anyone no. to look at you? No, I like, it. I like wearing jewelry because I feel like it looks nice on me. Right. We but tell I, ourselves that. But no. <laughs> if no one in here said he's handsome or, or any kind of compliment at all, yeah, it would not make or break my head. Okay, so in the animal world, we have the peacock, and the male peacock is the one who spreads all of his feathers mm-hmm. to get all the attention. Yes. So in, a lot of times in the animal world, it's always the male who's showing off, yes. more so than the female. So we need to acknowledge that we are males, and we tend to show off to get attention from whoever we want to get that attention from. We may say we're doing it for ourselves, but we are still seeking out that attention. So. And even when we make that statement, that's seeking out even more attention. So So I heard this comment that, you know, when we were slaves, that the male was used to breed. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of put something in African-American males to want to sire multiple people. Before we were slaves or before? At, oh, during slavery. slavery. During slavery. Called the buck. The buck, exactly. If you were a buck, you were rewarded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And and a lot of people don't know that we they didn't make us work after the sun went down on Saturday. Sunday was the day off. Right. And they would give black bucks a pass for the county. And it was so that you could roam around the county and breed the women at the different plantations. Yes. And the master would oftentimes give them a croaker sack full of things like potatoes and things that they could take on to the next plantation. So the women would be enticed to breed with him, like animals. Well, that's and not a bad deal. So, so well, he got some potatoes. So that, so that culture was taught to us. It was passed down. Potatoes I and pipe. I was coming up. I was told that every man is supposed to have two or three different women at a time. 
you know, and, and, and I remember my brother saying to me, my older brother saying he never had less than six or seven girlfriends. Wow. And he would say to me, I think you're going to be gay when you grow up because all you have is one or two girlfriends at a time. You're going to be gay. And there ain't no girls calling here. And how many of us have actually heard our mothers and grandmothers say, you know, all these little girls calling the house for them? Yeah. They're actually that's true. proud that. Yep. Well, that's, that's doing you in that way. That, that's definitely true. You always had, if you had a bunch of girls, I mean, you were kind of like looked at like, okay, you yeah, got it going on. This is off. what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. So as it comes over to our lifestyle, you're supposed life. to have. Not our lifestyle. Our life, okay. Our life, the way that we live, it's almost kind of ingrained in the culture that you should be desired. You should be someone that people want, multiple people want. Because mm. if don't nobody want you, then what's wrong with you? So, so is that so, actually the real reason why mature black men are single? That could be. That's why we're For some. I mean, it's, there's no absolute answer because everybody's situation different. is different. But let me pose this. What about living in a large metropolitan city where you have a lot of options? Are you talking about Atlanta? <laughs> For one, okay. DC, Jamaica, New York, New York, Dallas, it's Houston now. Houston, uh, New Orleans, Chicago, definitely LA, definitely LA. So you have a lot of options. So do you need to? So do you even need to have one partner? When you have a plethora, 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 plethora of now, options. I believe if you want to have an open relationship and you're totally 100% open with your partner, <sighs> then that's a whole different thing. But if you're not willing to say you're open and have several partners, then that goes back to the... Remember, cheating. the top three things is cheating. Right. Most men are not going to be that open either in fear that that person will not go for it and then they have nothing. Well... Which is the biggest problem in relationships. So. I want to say this. I want a question. I got a question. Yes, sir. So, as far as cheating, being cheating, you know, I don't understand it. I, I, when you said that 80 20, I'm at 20. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, been in certain relationships. And whenever I hear, see, encounter someone, a guy cheating, even with. I always think that it's just selfish. They're just selfish. Yeah. They don't, they want to go out and do whatever it is they want to do. I don't care nothing about you being desired. I don't care about somebody walking up on you, kissing you, because it takes two. Mm -hmm. um, I don't understand it. And I just think that it's selfish. And that was one of the reasons why I got, I separated from my last relationship. Because it didn't happen once, it didn't happen twice, it just happened. And then it makes me mad when they say it just happened. That was that person. He was a right. cheater. Yeah. And he probably should have just came to you and said, hey, this is what I like to do. Mm -hmm. It's nothing against you. But I thought it was. I'm almost speaking. Never mind. Yeah, you are. Um, mm -hmm. It's not against you, but you this is what I like to do. I like to have mm -hmm. multiple partners. Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay if you're open with the other people. So you, right now we're here in background because there's something going on. Because this is Las Vegas. Strip, you know. Somebody then crashed over there. <clears throat> they yeah. But there's another thing out there, immediate gratification. Kids don't understand how to delay gratification. 
They want the Jordans now. They want the big TV now. Generation. Everything's instant. And, and so there's a population of kids, if you look at the Chinese, the Japanese, that have that delayed gratification. They live in a small house. They save everything that they, you know, that mm-hmm. they make. Our kids, they're taught, money. they're taught to have it now. Go spend, go spend 100 get your um, taxes, and go buy Jordan, a Jordan right. or TV. And so we grow up as adults, and we can't delay gratification. So like you said, you see a nice person, and you want it, and you think you can have it, whether you with somebody or not. But then you had the flip side of that. Which is? Rejection. I think that's the biggest thing that, with one of these things that we didn't do, <laughs> most of us can't handle rejection. Mm. And then so we don't try, because we're scared of the rejection before we even try. We just won't even try. You mean as a reason for a reason, being single? A reason. We didn't put that down as one of the ones, but I we thought did. that was one of the ones. It's rejection. We're scared of rejection. Or opening because up that and rejection being means there's something wrong with us when it's not necessarily something wrong with you. You just didn't fit what that person wanted. You're perfect in yourself. Actually, that was one of the comments that the respondents gave that unable to be honest with a person and to be transparent because once they're transparent, if it doesn't work, now your secrets, your life is now out or has a potential to be out. And so some people don't even want to dive in the pool in fear of their secret or part of their life is now out in the open. Right. And so it's, everybody wants to be in a relationship, I think. I think everybody, well, we're human, so we actually are meant to be in relationships. Humans are just, that's part, part of us. But I hear, I hear people say, oh, I'm happy being single. No, they're they, not. They, they might be. Are we they're, meant to be in a relationship or are we, we meant be. to have relationships? Relationships. And because the friendships that we have can be relationships. relationships, exactly. There are relationships. So, but some people, but you don't necessarily have to have a sexual relationship. But I believe we are. I think that's the biggest thing that happened with COVID is that it took away the social interaction. So, and you know, my background working in education, I see it every day with kids who do not know how to social interact with each other. Right. So, I think that's the biggest thing that we need to learn or relearn how to be social. And now since everybody's coming back out, it's going to be a different type of interaction. I got to be social. I got the app. That's not being social. Okay. As human beings, naturally, you know, we fall in love. 99.9% of us naturally fall in love. We want to have a relationship. Right. But there's a lot of people, brothers out there saying, I'm single and I'm okay with being single. I don't think we're really dealing with the fact that Monogamy is a social construct that right. was invented in the Western world. Right. True. If you look at how people live naturally in Africa, in Asia, in multiple in the partners. Pacific Islands, they are polyamorous. Yes. Very much and so. And so the idea of having one partner for life is an idea that was born in the West. And it was born in the West because having multiple wives and multiple children was seen as a liability, right. not as an asset. Food was not plentiful in Europe. Mm-hmm. And nine months out of the year, you're not growing and harvesting food. So in places like Africa and Asia, it's 12 months a year. Mm-hmm. You're growing food. Your food is plentiful. So wives and children are assets. So there was no need for the social construct of monogamy. 
So here we are, what is natural? Natural is polygamy. So a lot of times, men are fighting against their natural instincts. And women. And women. And so how do you, how do you talk to someone about that? Because think, you, you need to communicate that. To be honest and say, I do have sexual desires elsewhere, but it doesn't mean that I will act on it. Uh, you have to make a or you will. Or, 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 or you will. Or can you can you separate a sexual act from actual and emotional? Because you can have sex with someone and have no emotional attachment well, whatsoever. We've all done that, yes. Right? So and I think if you can have that kind of conversation with your partner and maybe they can understand that because that is two different things. So, right. so it's also about what you desire. Right. What is it that you desire? I desire to be married. I desire to adopt children. I desire to have a home. Well, monogamy, monogamy lends itself to those desires. Polyamory now, does not. Now, let's. What's the percentage of how we value sex in a relationship? Do is that is a like ninety percent of it, or is it fifty percent, or as black gay men, as this group right here? You can speak for yourself. What I think it's very important. Okay, what percentage would you say? You mean sixty percent of a relationship is based no, off of? No, he's saying sixty percent of a relationship. relationship. He's just talking about how important sex is as far as percentage. He's saying over sixty percent. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Yeah. Okay. I say a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. Yes. I mean, sixty is low. Okay. Sixty is very low. Anybody else? I would say it's one fifth. Okay. There are five parts to a relationship, and sex is only one fifth of it. Okay. He's going, to, he's going to school us real quick. What's the other four? So there's a social con- uh, construct as mm-hmm. well. If we can't socialize together, if we can't be friends at home and, and out, then that doesn't work. And then there's also a spiritual side to it as well. If I'm an atheist and you're a Muslim, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sometimes it's well, good. There are going, going to be critical areas in which you're going to compete and, com- and have conflict. And that, that does not bring about a harmonious relationship, the conflict. Okay. Okay. And then there's also a moral construct as well. If I believe every opportunity I can get, steal, cheat, and lie, and you're the type of person that believes those go against your core values, that conflict is not going to work. So you have to have a social, you have to have a moral, you have to have a spiritual. You also have to have a, a, another component to you, which is a, a, a personal component. I am I am proud to be an African American, and I cannot see myself in a loving relationship with someone else who is not conscious. Okay? So that's not going to work. Okay. That conflict is not going to work. Now, if those four components are together, then the sex will happen naturally. I cannot make love with someone who's not conscious. I cannot make love to someone who I cannot socialize with. I cannot make love with someone who does not share my same moral values or spiritual concepts. I can make That's love true. to that person. Mm. So I can fuck anybody. This dick gonna stand up and do it what it's gonna do anyway. Mm. But I cannot make love to just anything. Mm. And that's true. And, and I think since we're not widgets, we're people that we fall within the lines of all of, all of these. Because yep. you can have some people like you mentioned you have a, a Muslim and an atheist, you know, they could actually be in a relationship. They just don't talk yes. religion. Absolutely. 
So what happens during Ramadan? I go to church. I do. What happens when I want to make pork chops for dinner? I do what I'm going to do. But you have some people who are not Muslim who don't eat pork. But what I'm, what I'm saying is I'm talking about areas where they were, they were they obviously... Would, they would have a conversation, hopefully. Yeah. And, and and that was the bottom line. Yeah. They would have a conversation. To this whole thing, yeah. share your desires. Yeah. If yeah. you are looking for a relationship, share... You, you have to take that risk to share your desires with the person, one. You have to learn how to communicate with people. People... Men don't know how to communicate very well. No. Plus, we, we're very visual. And so those two things are probably why most people are single. Because um, un, um, we are unable to communicate that I like A, I like some of B, and I don't like C. Now, how can us two together agree to something that's beneficial for the both of us? And so until we're able to do that, you're going to have a large portion of people single. Now, I can throw something That's out That's my nugget. Because when you're looking at successful couples, same-gender couples, typically you find it would be one that's one of color and one that's not of color. So how do that play you're in? you open up a can of worms. You know, I'm going to open the can of worms. Because we're looking at... Getting a judge confirmed, and she has a white husband. She does, and we had actually had this conversation on the plane. Yeah, we so, did. How it always seems someone who's ascending into certain positions always tend to have someone not of their same background. So, does that mean somebody single man got to find a white man? I'm not saying that. I'm just okay. saying, you know, is that because you know, they're in not they're not conscious. They're not you know, conscious. Knocking out, and most of the time they don't have necessarily the same religious Let's just views. Just tell the truth. Common society in America will promote you if you are licking a white man in his ass. Mm. Let's just tell the damn truth. Say that again. Wait a minute. There's no accident that our vice president is married to a white man. The first black woman going to the Supreme Court is married to a white man. Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman. Okay. Let's be real. But Our first black president, his mama was white. But, but Let's be real. But that's they just... promote these people, but Eric Holder wasn't promoted that way. He married to a black woman. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. General Austin wasn't asked to be Secretary of State because he married to a black woman. Right. Let's, let's be real. I, you know what? I, I think you have you, you, some... You, you're, some, you're, some but I think you have some points. And Maggie Johnson that are married to and been long time married. You got actors. That have been long time. They, they just stood. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 So, so, so what you're talking about are people who are supremely talented, and they are so talented that this white supremacist system that we live in could not even hold them back because they were that talented. Mm-hmm. But let's be real here: that when you are married to a white person. Right. White society says this is a safe Negro. Mm-hmm. You know what Let him that's in the door. In fact, that's a threat. I don't and think so. Like, I don't in the think 50s, they, they had it illegal to marry a white woman or yeah. a white man. So tell Sidney Poitier that. Tell, tell Harry so, Belafonte that. Tell Eartha Kitt that. Tell Diane Carroll mm-hmm. that. They're all Well, actually, you could go all the way back to Frederick Douglass because his yeah. second wife was white. That's right. That most people so don't know. I, I, but this, that didn't stop them then. So what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that white society promotes you when you are linked to a white person, whether it be your parent or your spouse. True. Because black love is a revolutionary act. We're not supposed to find each other and fall in love and have harmonious relationships in a white supremacist system. 
Mm-hmm. Let's be real. So my question, do we look for a suitable dater outside of our race? Some do. Naturally. Some, some, some people do. are naturally attracted to certain types of people. That's right. who they are. I'm not. True. I know, right. I know. No, but that's their preference. But I feel like if... I've always hated white men. I'm not attracted to white men. Asian, you know, light-skinned Hispanic. You know, some of them approach me, want to date, have sex. Naturally, I'm not attracted to them. Mm. It is what it is. That's your preference. But so but that's a preference, but some people are, and some people actually truly fall in love and have healthy relationships. Healthy relationships. But then also, when people get, unfortunately, people get to a certain status, all you see, like I work in a court building, mm-hmm. all I see is white men. That's it. That's it. And the gay white men, that's that's all I see. I don't go out to the club, so that's, that's my pool. The white cool. men as employees? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're colleagues. Okay. Wow. I mean, well, it is what it is. It, it is. Uh, for them, it, those people that you mentioned, it worked in their benefit. Yeah. I, I, I'm not opposed to someone dating outside for of like the race. like OJ, it didn't work in his benefit. Oh, it did for a while. I'm just saying. Well, when he stuck around with the Kardashian, it was working. Yeah. But then the other Kardashian found out. That's when all that blew up. But um, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna have two episodes. Okay. We're getting deep, so we're gonna stop this one. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna and pick back up because we're right at our limit, and we just want to go ahead and um, give these wonderful men an applause because they are very engaged. And we're gonna get some of the ones that's quiet way in the back, so and see what they're talking about. So, so this is AJ. This is Bryce, and we are filter, filter no, no filter, filter brothers. brothers. What's up, y'all? This is AJ. This is Bryce. And we are Filter, Filter, No No Filter Filter Brothers. Brothers. You can find us on multiple platforms, including YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And our email is FilterNoFilterBrothers at gmail.com. Our new phone number is 513-453-7733. Check Check us us out. out.